nobody like this You ain't seen nobody like this You hear my sound all over town singing Welcome to San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. My name is Harry. Uh, joining me is the guru, the the man, the myth, the legend behind the power rankings. Uh, Rafa, how are you on this uh, chilly evening? Good, good day. It was a good day today. We won the Madrid Derby for the Copa del Rey. A little comeback. Nice, nice little comeback, like like last year. I think, I think trophy. it's happen. Well, we're two games away from a trophy, so. All right. So if you hear my kids yelling in the background. Um, <laughs> He's screaming yeah, goal for the Venetia's goal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's that time of the year uh, where we introduce Rafa's uh, 2023 uh, Power 15. Uh, we ended with uh, Rafa's 2022 uh year in tw top 20 for boys and girls but for doing the season uh we're gonna do power 15 uh for the hair for both the boys and the girls um so before we get into the rankings uh kind of tell me a little bit about you know how you come up with these uh obviously some eye tests looking at the schedules looking at the standings but uh how do you come up with these and, and like i said of course these are just for discussion um points uh for that here yeah, what, what it's similar what I do with like with fifty fifty like with the state power rankings. These are these are my pound for pound top fifteen teams, but for our local area, you know the local San Antonio metro uh, surrounding areas, teams are in our in the in their districts and so forth. Um, and what I do, like I said, re, you know I waited for a while here because I know I know there are some that have already done other polls and this and that. And like I'm not gonna. You know, I want to wait and see, kind of let it marinate first and then see who comes out, comes out of the, you know, after two weeks and maybe a couple of districts. And so who really is a contender, who's a pretender. And like I said, I'll, I'll do my research. I look at the team schedules, look at the games, who they played, where they're playing at and so forth. And this is a list I've come up with. Some may not agree, some may not, you know, there, it was tough because there are some teams I can tell you there were on the on the cusp of, of you know coming in if i did do like an honorable mention you know like i said maybe i'll do that the next time but there are some that were that close but the thing things change like i said once you go deeper into the playoffs you start to know more and more who's really who are the those breakouts who are the top teams and you know the pound for, like they say the pound for pound teams here for our area so We'll start out because the girls are first here. Uh, any honorable mentions or ones that are just on the cusp uh, off the top uh, of your head? You know, there was a couple of some, and some of them are surprises. Like one, one for example, is uh, it's a new school. 
And they're, and they're just, you know, they opened up this year with the Sotomayor Wildcat, Lady Wildcats. Mm-hmm. They've, they've done well so far in their district play and also their non-district play. They were, like I said, on the cusp of cracking into the top 15. Another team to kind of also keep her out is the Warren Lady Warriors. They're, mm-hmm. that, that's another team, you know, keep an eye on them. You know, 29-6 for girls, it's going to be stacked. You know, I know we're, there's some three teams that have been kind of – uh, ruling the roost the last couple of years, but there are some teams there that, you know, that may be coming in and, you know, make throw some things off. And, you know, this, it's going to be a wacky, like I said, a, a wacky you know, year for 296A because you never know someone can pull off an upset and, and, and take that next step. Like what, like what happened last year when it came down to the final couple games. I will say Sotomayor not being on there for me was a little bit of a shock because they are three, and zero in district. Got a decent record. Um, but, uh, yeah, so let's, let's get in to see who is in the top 15. Sure. Uh, starting out at number 15, Kerrville Tyvee, uh, four, two and one out of five, a 26 has not started yeah. district yet. Uh, but your thoughts on Kerrville. Yeah, this is a t- what I've been hearing. This is the team to watch for, for that district. Uh, they've done well. Um, uh, what I've heard, they've had, a, have a lot of talent and, they may challenge, you know, you know, some like teams like Simpson Valley, New Braunfels Canyon, uh, even Bernie Champion. So keep an eye on out for them. Uh, you know, they could end up maybe getting that fourth spot in that, you know, those playoffs. So uh, that's what I have right now for 15 is Kerrville Tyvee. We'll see if they move up next couple of weeks, you know, like I said. And so good luck to them on their upcoming season. But they're my number 15 team, uh, pound for pound team for the girls side. 14, uh, also from 5A26, uh, Como Canyon Cougarettes, uh, seven and two, uh, for that. Yeah, this, like I said, District 26 is for 5A, it's loaded for especially on the girls' side. It's a loaded district. Uh, you know, what can you say about the uh, Canyon Cougarettes? You know, they they've had a good season. I actually got the pleasure of seeing them actually last year, one of their games against Austin Bowie, which was another tough opponent from the Austin area. And they, they were able to win that game. Uh, keeping out on them. Like I said, they're going to challenge also, you know, you know, Bernie champion and Swinson Valley in that, in that district. So it's going to be, it's going to be a bar burner this year, but like I said, I can see Comal. I mean, the Canyon, the Canyon Cougarettes get into the playoffs. There is one team you haven't mentioned yet from mm-hmm. that district uh, through here. So let's see if they slide in or if they suffer from uh, new team syndrome as well here. Uh, number 13, uh, Lavernia. Uh, if you saw the, the uh, tweet here, you knew that they were 13 because I like 13. <laughs> and uh, Lavernia uh, happens to be in both polls. Uh, the boys are a you know, little... Little tease here, probably ranked a little bit higher than the girls, but five and two, uh, four out of four A, the first four A team here, uh, ranked in in the uh, in the Rafa's twenty twenty three Power Top fifteen. Yeah, the Laverne girls, like I said, they've started the season great. Uh, I think, like I said, they're going to be the favorite for their di- for their district. Um, and we'll see how they contend with some, like especially with District twenty six four A. You know, can you know that's the probably the toughest district for four here in Region Four. You know, can the Lavernia girls, you know, knock one off, knock off one of those teams, and you know, to go deep into the playoffs and hope, you know, eventually get to that regional tournament down in the valley. So I'm keep an eye on Lavernia. On you on that on your last comment because I think twenty six is is tougher than twenty seven with. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they got to keep yeah, yeah. keep an eye on twenty six because, like I said, Lavernia is going to have to have the challenge. See, in order for them to go to that. Deep in the, the playoffs, they're gonna, 
yeah, they're yeah. gonna have to be one of those teams. But that's postseason. This is regular postseason season right, right now. Uh, speaking of twenty six, uh, the first entry, uh, Como Davenport ten three and one on the year. Four uh, A schools in a lot of the five A schools have not hit the uh, district play as of yet, but that's coming up soon. Yeah, what can you say about Davenport? They've look, they've they're already double digit wins, but you know, like I said, they're in that brutal district. Like I said, with with Wimberley, Canyon Lake, mm-hmm. and also the the defending region chance, uh, region four chance for four A, the, the Bernie Lady Greyhounds. Uh, it's going to be a dogfight for you know in that district. And last year, remember, all all four teams made made it to the third round and they faced mm-hmm. each other. So, uh, and like I said, I think I, I can see Davenport back in the mix again, getting to that you know going three deep again. Uh, speaking of four A twenty six, the first place team right currently right now, Wimberley, nine zero and one with one draw. Um, Thoughts on Wimberley at, at 11? I thought that was kind of a, just, a, you know, being up front, probably a little bit low for their record. Yeah, but like I said, they, you know, kind of, you know, comparing schedules and so forth. Like I said, I'm not not putting down Wimberley. They said they're, they're a great team. They were, were the defend, uh, district champs last year. Um, like I said, they were knocked off by, by the lady, ladies from Bernie. and But I think I said they'll be up there continuing for the district title. They did have a good result. You know, it was a tie. It was again a comeback win against Alamo Heights. So that's, you know, so that's that's shows me that hey, they're going to be right up there to contend, in, you know, for that regional title. Uh, Reagan Rattlers at number ten, uh, four, three, and one. Oh, I, I forgot to put their district, um, which is six a twenty twenty eight. Yeah, twenty eight. Um, but uh, two and one in district so far. Overall record not uh, not the most convincing, but uh, I know this is the pound per pound. So especially where you got Wimberley that's got the nice shiny record. Um, Reagan kind of you know overall record not as as shiny, but uh, pound by pound, uh, how do they shape up? Yeah, they they've been pound for pound as far as playing qual- really good quality teams, especially when they played against the defending six eight champs, Salt Lake Carroll. Um, they did have a setback this week against a uh, against the Lee girls, uh, but like I said, they do have talent. They're a very talented team. You know, the record may not reflect that, but they say they've played some top level competition so far this year. And like I said, they're I don't I see them moving up. And also getting one of those playoff spots in that tough District 28-6A. Uh, our first taps uh, for the ladies here. Uh, Shirts John Paul II, uh, the Guardians 19-4-1. Uh, 4-0 in district, uh, the uh, state champions uh, for taps. Uh, uh, Region 3, District 4. Tough if they're at 9, not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's like last year they, you know, they came out and over and end up, you know, becoming our number one team. So, like I said, they've had a couple setbacks. You know, I know they had a loss with Antonian, mm-hmm. but they had two big wins this week. You know, they knocked off New Braunfels Christian, you know, Christian Academy and mm-hmm. Geneva. Uh, you know, and so they're right now sitting in first place in their their district for taps. And but I, I see them, you know, moving up. Like I said, I, you know, keep on the lookout for them. You know, getting that repeat for that for that state championship. Uh, speaking of taps, uh, Antonian, uh, the Ap- Lady Apache, 17-2-3, Region 1, uh, 
District 2. 17-2-3, uh, and 6-1 and one in uh, District here. Your thoughts on on uh, the Lady Apaches? A great season for them this so far. Because earlier in the year, uh, early in January, I got to see them play. Uh, great, great team. Um, they had a great showing at the Northeast ISD Showcase. They had three wins. And like I said, they only have one setback in district play. But like I said, I, I feel they'll, they'll no, sure have no problem winning their district. They're in taps. And again, hopefully this year they go deeper into the playoffs. So, so that's what I'm lo- hopefully looking for. I'm going to push back on them winning because they got two Houston schools, uh, St. Agnes and, and Houston Prius uh, X uh, Catholic school here. So I think as far as for a regular season, they're getting pushed a little bit more, which is going to hopefully help mm-hmm. them out come, come the playoff time here. Um, it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't shock me if, if they finished, you know, top two. I don't think they'll fall out of that. But uh, their one loss was to, uh, I think, St. Agnes, uh, you know, of, of Houston. So um, they'll have a rematch here to see if they can even it up. No. But, um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not as convinced as you is that they're going to be able to pull it off. But I do think they'll go deep in the, in the Taps playoff, or they should go deep in the playoff here. But I do think that this this district is setting them up, uh, you know, for much better playoff success. Yeah, and I, I, like I said, I think I know they had that one setback, but I think they can. I think they can, you know, get that win back, and you know, may end up with a co-district title, or or maybe even not. Right, you know, it's right. like I said, it is a tough district where they're at, but like I said, hopefully they'll, you know, all this non-district games they've played, it's going to lead them to, you know, a deeper run into the playoffs. Come, you know, which is going to become pretty soon because come for, uh, February they're going to start. Couple weeks, uh, yeah, couple, couple weeks. weeks. Uh, number seven, uh, the the Lady Dragons from Southwest District Five uh, A uh, District Twenty Eight, six and two has not started district. I think they start district this week, if memory serves mm-hmm. me correct. Uh, for you know, for uh, this district here, but your thought on the Dragons? Uh, Southwest, they're looking great. I actually have got to see, I've seen them twice already. Um, once against uh, Harlan, once against uh, Wagner. Quality team, great touch of the ball. I know they had two tough losses, one, one against Bernie, which, like I said, that's no shame on that because Bernie, like I said, they made their state semifinalists. And then also a little really tough Los Fresnos team. Uh, not Los Fresnos team. Uh, I was trying to think who else. Um, I know they had a, no, it's another step. I need to check their schedule. But I know they had a with another tough tough district, uh, uh, another opponent that was, you know, that's ranked pretty high in the region. So no shame on that. So they're playing quality teams. Hopefully that, you know, will help them out, you know, get to, I know last year they, you know, got bounced by Liberty Hill. Hopefully they can get past that and go to deeper into the playoffs. They lost to San Antonio Christian. Yeah. San, yeah. Last San Antonio Christian's actually. And those were back to me in the North side, uh, in, in uh, NEISD North side tournament mm-hmm. uh, back January 6th and January 7th, they suffered back to back losses. So, moving on to number six, uh, 4A26, the Burning Greyhounds, uh, nine and two on the year. Yeah, you're defending Region 4, 4A champs. Uh, great start of the season right before district play. I, I know they start off the uh, district play against Fredericksburg, I think it was Friday, uh, and that crazy district they're, <laughs> they're in uh, with Wimberley and Davenport and Canyon Lake. So I expect big things for for the Bernie Greyhounds, you know, to be con- a contender for that district title. I know that couple of little setbacks. I know one of them was against O'Connor, which no shame on that. O'Connor's got a great great team, but 
you know, Bernie's not shying away playing some of the tougher teams. And it's going to, that's and the whole reason why for that is to get ready for district play. Cause they know it's going to be a playoff game, you know, come just, you know, with Wimberley, Davenport and Canyon Lake coming up, you know, starting this Friday. O'Connor, uh, speaking of O'Connor Panthers, the Lady Panthers at number five, eight and three and three and one in district in six, eight, 29. Yeah. O'Connor's done great start of the season. Um, I know they had one I, we were uh, me and coach kind of was there Friday, the live stream. That was our girls game of the week last Friday against Taft. Uh, they did fall short, but no, but they did bounce back and get a, They got a quality win against Brennan and they, like I said, just keep an eye on them um, for this season. And hopefully, hopefully, like I said, they, they got a, they got a rematch with Taft in the second half of that district. You know, that could determine who wins that district title just like last year's. So you now I'm sure they'll bounce back and be ready for that game. I think that game's going to actually going to be at Ferris Stadium. And what I've seen, they, they play a little bit better on the turf, and like I said, maybe <laughs> then on the grass. So, speed. Yeah. And so maybe they'll make some adjustments because, like I said, they had some great opportunities in that game against Friday. I mean, they they took it, you know, went toe to toe with Taft, but Taft was able, like I said, able to uh, get one in, and then I got got the second one towards the end. So it, it's going to be a, like a heavyweight fight here. Uh, when they meet again. So, but t- like I said, O'Connor have a number five. And like I said, I can see them moving up in the rankings in the next few weeks. Number four, Alamo Heights, uh, seven, oh, and three with three draws, four and oh, in district. So, a lot to like for Alamo Heights, uh, for the Lady Mules. Yeah, Lady Mules have uh, started out great. And like I said, I know they played a tough non district schedule and ran out four and oh, in district play. Uh, I honestly think they're going to run away with the, you know, with the district title. Um, and and, ho- and hopefully, like I said, wherever their draw is, they'll, they'll be able to, you know, I think I think their goal is to get, you know, past, you know, the first round, second round. You know, I, I can see them getting to a third round, you know, third or fourth round. Moving on to number three, Smithson Valley Rangers, uh, undefeated um, at number three in a, in a tough 5A26 district. Yeah, that district is going to be a killer district. And. But Swinson Valley moved down from six to five A. They've, you know, said the girls. Like I said, I got to see them play at the at the Ranger Classic. Great team, uh, you know, a lot, you know, a lot of experience. You know, touching the ball, moving up and down. Uh, they're probably my fir- my favorite as far as you know, maybe winning, one, you know, one of the re- you know, the that the region for five A. Uh, maybe there might be some other team. That may have a, a say, and I know right now they're, they're that that team right now, you know their district their record doesn't reflect on it, but you know, like I said come district play, like I said we'll we'll see more into, you know how especially the, when those two teams meet, but but since the Valley, like I said, I have a number three, like I said they're you know, they're on the right track and trying to get into breaking through to get to Georgetown. So I will say I am kind of surprised that the uh, Piper uh, Lady Warriors did not make uh, the top fifteen. Spoiler alert, they're not in the top two. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and you had Kerrville, Tyvee, uh, for the hair. I know it's the pound by pound, but uh, I think, you know, to me, this kind of, you know, my pushback against the, the pound by pound uh, for, you know, for Rafa is the two new schools have put up good records and uh, unfortunately they're getting passed by veterans. Don't get me wrong. And heavyweights mm-hmm. of, of it here, but. Uh, I won't lie to you. I was a little surprised that that the Piper Warriors did not. Yeah, they're they're on the cusp. They're also on the cusp too. So uh, you but, know. It, yeah, but that's that that district when it comes district starts 
uh, to play this, um, this yeah this this Friday I believe the near Highlands uh, actually hold on one minute here yeah I think they start Turtles this Friday yeah, the twenty seventh yeah so they start so I think you'll start to see and shake out we'll see if if mm -hmm. Smithson or not Smithson but Piper and uh, Sotomayor uh, are are the real deal um, you know for that if they can continue with. Number two, and this is another one that I have here, uh, kind of a bone to pick for you after we do these next <laughs> picks. Uh, the Lee Lady Volunteers, 10-0, uh, 4-0 in districts. Had a good win over, I believe it was Reagan, right? Reagan, yeah. They had the had quality win over. Only number two. <laughs> Well, this this uh, was a tough this was a tough one like with them and the and our and number one number one is the Taft Lady Raiders uh, seven and three uh, seven and zero oh, uh, three and zero oh in district. I know you saw you saw them uh, as part of the game of the week this week here, but differences between one and two, really number three, one, two, and three as well because mm -hmm. uh, they're all undefeated. They're all yeah. quality programs. They've all got good history. Just kind of how did you make that determination on one, two, and three um, for that here? You know, so, you know when you when you look at teams, you have to see you see what you know. Sometimes they have that little swagger, but oh, that also that little edge, and also the the, the chemistry. You know, nothing bad on Swinton Valley because they're a great team, and they, like I said, they could be our uh, could be our number one too. Same thing with with Lee Lee. Like I said, they've had some two big two big wins and on a blot win versus Brandeis, and then the big win versus Reagan. You know, that's why I have them up there. Like I said, and if they can stay consistent. Like I said, I want you know they could you know sneak into number one, but what, what I looked at when I saw Taff, you know, especially that game against O'Connor, you know, I can see that they have that. From what I saw from last year to this year, they really have improved their team and the chemistry and the very physical team, and they they kind of they grind it out. They find a way to like I said that game versus O'Connor, they had to find a way to win, and they were able to do it. You know, they had some adversity. In that first, you know, the first fifteen minutes in that second half, and you know they're they're on the ropes, and the, but they compose, they're able to keep the composure, and then they just ended up, you know, shifting that momentum and end up winning that game two to nothing. So, uh, like I said, that's why I have Taft number one because of that consistency, that drive, and like I said, they've really improved that team from last year to this year. But it's like I said, it was a tough choice as far as picking the number one out of those three. But like I said, I'm I'm gonna give the edge right now because they're really playing their best right now with the Taff. And like I said, not to say that the other two are not, but I can see. Uh, I can see. To, to me, like I said, you've got three quality teams, mm -hmm. and, and and probably even there's a little bit more, you know, depth. At, but just looking at record wise and um, big heavy hitters, the the top three: Smithson Valley, Lee, uh, Taft. Um, all with great records, all with good resumes, and, and like I said, it's going to be an interesting uh, February uh, before we get yeah. to playoff March here uh, for the here for the March Madness uh, uh, for you know for uh, Texas soccer. And the one thing with the three teams, you know, um, you know, they they're all in really tough districts. They're probably mm -hmm. one of the toughest districts in the state. You know, one thing with TAF, you know, for this past week, they knocked off Brennan and O'Connor. That's and those are the three teams that were fighting for the district title last year. Last year. Yeah. So, so for them, you know, that so they had a really good week, you know, knocking off the top two teams, you know, to kind of the contenders in that district. So <laughs> excuse me, like you know, moving forward, like I said, I'm looking forward for that rematch. You know, that that one's gonna be in Ferris, I think sometime in February. And 
you know, that, that could determine who, you know, you know, who wins that district title, you know, O'Connor, like I said, you know, they can build some momentum going into that game and maybe, you know, get, take, get that one back like they did last year in the playoffs. And injuries will play a part of this as well. Uh, unfortunately, hopefully all teams stay healthy, but we know in, in any high school sport that, uh, Injuries do pop up here and there, and, uh, you know, uh, the depth of, of the teams uh, also show as well here. But uh, any final thoughts on the on the ladies before we move over to the boys uh, at this point? Well, just like I said, looking forward to see how the, the first round of the district plays off. I know some are already kind of like already deep into the playoff, like the district play, like Lee and Alamo Heights and forth. Some are barely starting, like like Davenport, Wimberley, and Bernie. So we'll find out in a few weeks after like the first round who's really like, you know, there's going to be some shape, you know, some teams moving up, some teams moving moving down. Well, I remember last year we we thought some teams got up to a slow start and we're like, hey, when it comes to district, mm-hmm. they'll rebound. And some did. And unfortunately, some didn't. And uh, I'll give you one. I'll give you one that probably a lot of people are like, hey, where, where are they? You know, why aren't they ranked? Which is. The defending 5A uh, Region 4 champions for the girls, which is Bernie Champion. You know, why aren't they ranked high? Uh, You know, the record doesn't reflect on it, but look at the teams who they've played, you know, and I think they're going to be very prepared going into – I think they saw the big picture last year with that run they made last year when knocking off Dripping Springs and getting – and then losing in the semifinal. I think they had to play teams, you know, up to that caliber, even though the the, the record doesn't reflect – but I see them, you know, making a run, in, you know, in, in the district play. So keep an eye on them. Like I said, just because their record's not good doesn't mean, like I said, we could see them in a few weeks in the rankings. So, and this, you know, this is kind of a question here because you've got some teams that's got eight, ten um, games played, and then you've got others, you know, kind of looking at five and six, eight, because I know four is a little bit more different issues with, with the smaller budgets and stuff like that. Um, but you look at Bernie Champion, they've played six matches. Now, they've been quality matches, but if they had played eight to ten matches there, you know, in, you know, even if they were, you know, teams that, you know, they could beat or, you know, maybe not as tough a competition where it helps the, the record out is, is it better to play tougher com- competition even if it's, if it's fewer games or go into some of these showcases or tournaments where you may get one or two, challenging matches but also one or two you know you know kind of i don't want to say cupcakes but you know lower level yeah. teams that 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 don't really challenge you i think if you look at their perspective you know they see the big picture as far as you know what do we need to do to prepare to get into like i said we made the semifinals last year and we lost what do we need to do to prepare to play teams at that caliber level or that caliber so that's why they go to those 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 top notch showcases like the georgetown showcase or you know, so and so forth, the Northeast ISD showcase or I-10 shootout. That's per- preparation for them because they also, they understand that their district's going to be a grind out. It's yeah. a playoff to <laughs> that district they're in. And all that's going to, like I said, the payoff is is, is going to be the district title and also does it lead to a deep run into the playoffs. And they know, like I said, they also have to run into some teams in the Austin area. You know, you got to keep an eye out like like Cedar Park and like Liberty Hill. Who those are some quality teams from that area. Um, you know, if you look also some, maybe in the Valley too, there's some quality teams from the Valley, or even the coast like Gregory Portland or Vernon's Memorial from Corpus Christi. So you know, you have to keep you know keep in mind of those teams. Um, so and that's and that's why it's gonna I think it's gonna pay off for them 
And then we see the payoff with them lifting the district title, except they're going to be, like I said, one of the favorites, you know, trying to, to win the region. Yeah, I think whoever finishes third or fourth in that district uh, is going to be a tough out in the playoffs, uh, mm-hmm. you know, facing somebody that's first or second um, from the other districts here. But moving on to the Power 15 boys, uh, any – any teams uh, honorable mention or that just missed the cuffs off the top of your head? I know we, you know, I know we mentioned that. Hey, we'll probably have this a little bit more formalized uh, as mm-hmm. far as just missed, uh, you know, for here. Uh, there's a couple. Yeah, there's a couple of teams. One of them I was kind of, and that's actually one of them in the same district with them, like the Kennedy boys. They've been to the mm-hmm. surprise this year. I think moving down from five A to four has really helped them, and and I, I do see them you know, make in the, for their district, you know, a challenging for their district title and also, um, you know, trying to see if they can get a, a, a deep run into the playoffs. You know, I know they're going to have to run into, you know, maybe like a Bernie champion or a Wimberley or one of the teams from the Austin area or even the Valley too. You know, you got great teams like Hidalgo and Progreso. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's going to be a challenge. You know, this is a good start for them. Like I said, build some confidence and hopefully it leads to, you know, to some, some better things into the playoffs. Um, there's a couple other teams, you know, some six, eight teams, uh, they're, you know, they've had some, you know, some tough losses, but the thing is they're playing qualities like Johnson's Johnson's another good team to keep an eye out for, um, you know, even out, you know, in the district, other, the North side, you they got, you got teams, you know, maybe like, um, you know, like Brennan and, you know, Warren, uh, O'Connor, like I said, they're we're kind of looking the cusp there as well too, and then even some of the SAISD teams, you know, you keep an eye on Edison. Edison, I know they had a tough loss, you know, this week, but they, uh, you know, seeing them that big one they had over Davenport, that comeback win, like I said, they have the quality enough to, you know, to to make some noise, you know, into the, not only in their district but also in their playoffs. So let's get to number fifteen. Uh, Piper Warriors, nine, two, and one, the, the new school, uh, up in Comal, uh, very nice school. I, I will say here having uh, visited when Stevens played, but, uh, your thoughts on the Warriors. Uh, great season for, for the, uh, intro for starting their varsity play. And like I said, they're, they're in a tough district, you know, that, you know, that 20, I think that 26, four, a district, 27, four, a district, it's, it's going to be brutal. Cause like I said, you have, Spencer Valley boys, you have a, a Bernie Champion, you have the Canyon Cougars, so it's it's going to be a dogfight for them. But they've they played some good quality teams. I think they'll, like I said, I have a good feeling they'll they're going to be challenging for one of those playoff spots. You know, come come March. Number fourteen, uh, Memorial, uh, the Minutemen, uh, eight two and one. I believe this is the first time they've made it because I don't believe they made it last year. Four mm-hmm. uh, A District twenty seven. Yeah, this is the first time for them, and like I said, they've been consistent. I think I think that moved from five A to four A, playing teams you know kind of equal their, as far as an enrollment, it's helped. And you know this could be a breakout year for them. I know they're in a tough district, uh, but I you know with with Lavernia, and they but they could you know they could challenge them, and you know, they 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 have the players to make that run for you know for the title. But like I said, I have I have a feeling I think they're gonna have a good opportunity getting into the playoffs this year. How close was Kennedy to the Mor- yeah. Memorial? I know they, yeah, they were similar records. Uh, you know, uh, Memorial's eight two and one. Kennedy's eight four and two. You know, per Max Prep. Uh, you know, MySanAntonio.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously Memorial got the nod, but uh, you know, huge difference or just you know just uh, you know 
you know, that a little bit more consistency with Memorial. Yeah, a little more consistency with them. But like I said, it's going to be a great matchup because, like I said, they're they're both Edgewood IZ schools. And, you know, they're going to meet when they meet. You know, you know that could be lead to, you know, that game. Whoever can win that game could get a foot into, you know, contending for a district title and also getting a good seeding in the playoffs too as well. Like you mentioned, you know, getting the one and two seeds probably the best way. You know, is probably the best route again as far as getting to deep into the playoffs and. Especially in, in the 4A. Yeah. In 4A. Um, Bernie Champion, number 13. Uh, lucky number 13. 3-0-1. Uh, a team that's you know hasn't had a lot of matches, at least that I'm able to, to find, that's, that's been reported. Uh, your th- thoughts on uh, the Chargers? Yeah, so far, like I said, we haven't seen too many games. But for what the games we've seen here, like I said, there's some good, some good wins. Um, Hopefully they'll bounce back from last last year. Last year was a very disappointing season for them, and like I said, they're usually one of the powerhouses for 5A. And uh, hopefully th- this year they'll, you know, like I said, they'll contend for that, you know, that 20 that 27 5A district title, uh, that 26 5A district title. And you know they have Piper in that district, Comal, you guess I'll Spencer Valley. So I think they'll be in the mix and you know getting for fighting for for, for the title and getting a good playoff seed as well. Moving to uh, number 12, uh, TMI, uh, 12 and 3, uh, 12 wins, 3 losses, uh, 5 and 1 in district uh, from TAPS, uh, Region 2, District 4. Yeah, TMI, like I said, they've been a, a, a state champs in the past. Um, so far, a great start of their season already, like I said, into district, you know, halfway into their district play, I mean, just with one loss. Like I said, hopefully they'll see if they can avenge that loss, you know, to, you know, try to wrap up that district title and also make another run for try to add to their hardware there for, with the state title. So keep an eye on TMI. I think they have a good opportunity to go deep this year. And that district's a lot tougher with Brownsville, mm-hmm. St. Joseph Academy, yeah. and Laredo, St. Augustine to go with San Antonio Christian. So uh, very, very tough district uh, to get them ready for the TAPS playoffs coming up here uh, for that here. Uh, number 11, uh, the Steel Knights from Cibolo, six and three on the year. Yeah, Steel, like I said, they great team, good team. Like I said, good record. Um, I, I think the district there is kind of, you know, I think the ferret going in was going to be, be no Raffles, but Rural Houses. I know, I know they played some quality teams, you know, the record doesn't reflect on that, you know, but we're like I said, Steel on their hand, they've been kind of a little more consistent. So I, I think they start district play this week. But it's good to see Steel back. I know they've had some, you know, a tough. You know, last year was tough on them, uh, but this year I think I think I see good things on them. I know they have some talent out there, and I think they can contend for that, you know, for that district title, you know, with against the Raffles. And also another challenger would be with the B Clemens. They don't start district at least until next week because uh, yeah. okay. they play San Angelo Central and Memorial. Uh, which would be a good match uh, on uh, the 31st. Uh, yeah, that San Angelo Central game should be a good one because San Angelo Central is one of the better teams in Region 1 for 6A, so that, that'll be a, a good test for them. So, but yeah, so, because uh, they're they're in a district where Dripping, uh, I say this every year, so Dripping yeah. Springs should be in there, so, but, you know. <laughs> uh, number 10, uh, Harlandale, the Indians, 11-1-1. and one and one. Uh, nice record, uh, but uh, I have a feeling you're kind of giving them the uh, the Southwest treatment of a couple of years ago, where despite the record, maybe the the record's a little bit fool's goldish based on who they played. 
Yeah, a little bit. Like I said, they had some good wins, you know, but they also, you know, the couple that loss, you know, was it was against one of the teams that, you know, that are one of the consistent ones that we see playoffs in year in, year out. But it's a good start for them. You know, uh, you know, South, like you mentioned, Southwest has had a lock on that district. You know, you know, they've pretty much ran away from the other from the other teams you know could this be you know could this be the year that maybe you know a team challenges them you know is it harlandale you know so far they've played well you know looking forward to seeing them hook up you know in a couple of weeks and we'll see if they're a contender you know and but like i said i have them at number 10 like i said good start of the season but like so once they get to that in that first test against southwest we'll see if you know they're a pretender a contender or a pretender yeah uh, number nine, Reagan Rattlers. This one might be a little controversial. Uh, four, four, and two, two and one in district. Um, the, I believe there's another four, four, and two team that did not make it uh, from the same district, if my memory is serving me correct. Uh, for that here, uh, yeah, Johnson four, four, and two, identical records. Uh, Reagan in at at nine. Johnson's not in at all. Uh, your thoughts on the difference, number one, between Johnson and Reagan, and number two, uh, how, you know, is it just because Reagan's got the history and, and, you know, I know it's the pound by pound. They've looked, mm. looked good despite despite uh, the record. I, I know Johnson did go, like, out, to, out east and played some good quality teams, but Reagan's played some of the more elite teams, you know, for the pre-district season. You know, they went out to the Austin Lakes, you know, showcase, and they went to, you know, the North Tech uh, – to the North Texas one. And, you know, they had a couple of some wins and they, yeah, they had some losses, but, um, but they're still a team to contend with. They had a lot of talent. Uh, you know, I did see them a couple of weeks, you know, I've seen them twice and, you know, they put up, uh, and like I said, one of the non-district games against Cincinnati Valley, they put a hammer in on them. They knocked them off five to nothing. Um, but then I saw them play against Clark and that was a struggle for them. You know, they won on a PK and, and I was surprised that they weren't, you know, you know, could it be injuries? And that's, you know, that that's the thing. When you're playing maybe some elite, all these elite teams, you know, you, you could have some injuries or players may be sick or something, you know, and, you know, maybe that's what the, how the record kind of reflects, but they're still a top caliber team. Mm-hmm. You know, the records doesn't show. I know they had a tough loss this past Friday, which, which is, um, was against, um, uh, actually this past, uh, this past week, uh, past Tuesday against, uh, Lee, right, right, the loss three right. to nothing. Yeah. Three to three to nothing. Yeah. So that I was a little surprised on that. On on that, I thought it'd be a little much tighter game, but I guess Lee Cunt maybe figured them out. Uh, but hey, so, like I said, they're going to face again. You know, who, they'll have enough time to kind of fix some things, and who knows? I mean, the second round might be a different result. So it's still but, early in district. Yeah. Too, so. Don't sleep on Don't sleep on Reagan. The coach will get them ready to go, and they'll be and they'll be, they'll get in contention. Like I said, they're not out of as far as their district title race. They're not out of it. They'll still be in the net. I'm just saying they're a little high, you know, for mm-hmm. you know, being at a 500-ish record. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just tossing it out there when you got Johnson <laughs> out there as well. But uh, these aren't the Harry's uh, pound by pound; they're the Rafa's pound by pound. <laughs> uh, number eight, uh, Lavernia on the boys' side. So both the boys and the girls from Lavernia made it. Uh, Eleven, one, and one. It hasn't started district. Uh, you know, I know we've talked about Region Four. Uh, District 27 quite a bit already, but uh, I think Lavernia is the class of that division. Is that correct? Even with Kennedy and uh, Memorial. Memorial there? Yeah. 
like I said, Lavernia, great start to the season. Um, can can they bounce back from what happened last year? That you know, we, when we did the bracketology, the early exit, you know, and then also with the coaching change too. I know they had a coaching change this year, you know, and so far, you know, they're, they're still, you know, they're still being successful. And and can can this be the year that they go deep? You know, and you know, maybe face that. Uh, I mean, I'd love to see them face against Bernie in a playoff, like a third round playoff game. Um, you know, they're going to have their hands full, like I said, you know, with Kennedy and Memorial in their district, you know, maybe even Gonzalez, we'll see, we'll see upon Gonzalez too, because they, like I said, they've been the playoffs the last few years as well. They've given some teams some trouble, but like I said, so far, like I said, Laverne has a great season. So, you know, great season for them uh, for, to start. Um, great, some, some good quality wins. And I think they'll, they'll be taking that momentum into their district play. Not sure if you know this, but with Lavernia, it seems like that they are, uh, developing a good program. Do they have good academy structure? I know they're, you know, on, on the what, east east side of San Antonio, uh, in between, I guess, kind of in the middle between Seguin and us, uh, a little bit south on there. But um, but with b- both the ladies and, or boys and girls uh, having good programs, do you know if they've got a good academy structure or, you know, kind of what's feeding their success, uh, if you have any knowledge? I think what's probably feeding them is that, you know, they're putting up probably the hard work during the off season. And then probably most, most of their players are starting to play like in the club level, you know, you know, maybe the, you know, some of the high in the high divisions, you know, the, you know, whether state classic league or EPNL or even prime, you know, but they're, I think that's helping them, them playing there. It's helping them develop as better players. So when they come with play with their team, you know, they're, they're ready to go, and like I said, no kudos to their coaching staffs, and also to you know to get them prepared for these games and so forth. Um, I think that's probably bit more likely been the difference, and which is good because you know you you got to work hard during the off season in order for you to get better, and that's with with any sport. So, and I think that I think they've really taken. I think last year we had a really good insight how you know with Lavernia's a former coach mm-hmm. how they how they got prepared right for the, before the season and it's, and it's paid dividends. And I think they're sticking to that formula. Central Catholic from taps at number seven, nine, three and one, five and zero oh in district here. Uh, your thoughts on the buttons having compared to last year, uh, you know, a lot more successful season, uh, you know, compared to 2022. Yeah. They, they've been the bounce, you know, they've bounced back this season, great record. Uh, I know they went to no, the, uh, the Northeast Texas Elite Showcase. They had a good showing there, and so far they're five and zero in district. They have a big game I think tomorrow night against Antonian, the Antonian boys. Yes. They're at, at at Antonian, so this could be the one. Like I said, they, they, this could be one of the games that really gets them closer to that district title for Taps. And you know who's who's to say maybe this is the season that they take it take it far you know and i know they've been bouncing you know when you know early on into the taps playoffs but this could be the year of maybe they get backed you know kind of like when the jose gallegos led, led them to the title <laughs> you know this could be the year for them so you know wishing the luck hey more harbor for san antonio we'll, we'll, we'll take it we'll take it uh for the number six uh, alamo heights uh nine and two four and oh in district uh what do you say about alamo heights they've been one of the consistent teams here you know traditionally here in San Antonio and um, great start to the season. They had a great showing at their own tournament and all that fell short, but they actually had, they had a big uh, tournament win in Corpus Christi. 
so they brought some hardware back, and they're like I said, they're already in the middle of district play. Some some close games, you know, they are being challenged, and I knew they would be challenged in that district. You know, there's a lot of because the SAISD teams are not just going to roll over for them. It's going to be a dogfight, you know, you know this, you know this for the district play. And like I said, they got four good wins, and like I said, they're still my favorite to win the district title. And we'll see what they do. You know, I know they had a good run last year. Can you know? Can they take it up a notch? And go deeper, and like in the past when they gone to the regional tournaments and even to the state, you know, the state state tournament as well. So, so keep an eye on Alamo Heights. I think they have a good shot of that. Uh, Bernie, ten three and two, uh, number five. A uh, little bit uh, surprised a little bit how low they are, but uh, your thoughts on Bernie with the, the success they've had the last couple of years? Yeah, Bernie. Like I said, they're one. They're one of the top five teams we have here. You know, in in this in there you know, in, in our area. And like I said, they're also off to a great start, even though they had some losses, but against quality teams, but that's, that's been their formula the last three, you know, the last few years when they, on their title run. And, you know, it's, they're gearing up already for district play and it's going to be tough for them. Uh, but I, I see them, you know, who's the one, who's going to be the team in Ford that's going to challenge them and try to knock them off, you know, and right now I haven't I'm just see anybody currently right now, um, so like I said, they're, they'll, they'll win, like I said, they'll win the district title. They'll, they'll make another deep run. And I still have a feeling they're probably, like I mentioned in the 50, 50 podcast, I still think they're going to do the three P, you know, I, I think they have enough, you know, players coming, you know, with the players coming back, you know, the quality goalkeeping and also the quality coaching they have, you know, you know, he gets them prepared for every single game and, uh, you know, he's been there, done that. That's kind of like for them that, you know, they have a real nonchalant, you know, attitude about things, you know, Hey, we've mm. been there, done that. We're just going to go there take care of business. And that, and that's, and that's where it's worked for them. So, but like I said, keep an eye on Bernie. Like I said, you could see them moving up also in the rankings as well. Brandeis. Uh, this one was a little bit of a contention here. I won't, I won't, you know, a little bit behind the scenes here. Uh, you moved them up at the last second here. Five zero and three, three zero and one in district here. Um, I know Coach Kano called you out a little bit on the initial rankings <laughs> for Brandeis. Uh, you know, a little bit behind the scenes, but uh, your thoughts on the Broncos? Yeah, I had to dig in a little bit deeper, you know, into that because they're like, hey, you know what? Yeah, he kind of made a point a little bit, and but like <laughs> I said, they're a great quality team. You know, you know, being in the, even the t- top tens, you know, it shows that you're one of the best teams in the area. Um, They've they've done well. A lot of the the couple of the showcases. They had a good win against Rockwell Heath. Um, they had a tie against Lee, which was you know I was there that game, and then that was a back and forth game. They they could have won that game. There was one that they they had a shot that hit the post, draw, right? Yeah, they hit the post, and they were unlucky on that. And then they had they had Lee on the ropes for a little bit, and and then they also certainly, but they also survived too. They they could have had a loss, um, but that with from that PK that that was was not a good, t- not really, not taken well. <laughs> so, you know, but like I said, Brandeis has bounced back. They, you could say they knocked off Johnson. They had a, a 3-0 win versus Johnson, a good Johnson team. And I'm still waiting to see how, you know, how they match up with Reagan. That's going to be a great game between those two. And like I said, right now it's kind of like for the district, for their district title. It's, like, it's a still a three-horse race between Brandeis, Reagan, and Lee. So, you know, don't count out the Broncos yet. You know, if they can get things, you know, the second game against Lee is going to be at, I think, at Gustafson. So, so mm-hmm. they'll be coming, you know, to their place. And I know last year, Brandeis did knock, knock off Lee, which kind of affected a lot of the, the playoff seedings too. So, 
you know, like I said, don't know, keep an eye on them. Great offense, you know, great goalkeeping. Uh, like I said, they're they're one of the the teams that they can really surprise you. Like I said, they did get a tie with also with Lake Travis too, so that that tells you something there. So, you know, don't, don't you can't take them lightly coming into to the district play. Number three, uh, Southwest seven and one. Uh, normally at this time they're still undefeated, but they did have a loss. But they have been playing tougher competition. Uh, I believe getting ready to kick off uh, district play. I want to say this week here mm-hmm. uh, for that here. I think uh, tomorrow actually here. But yeah. your thoughts on the Dragons? Yeah, Southwest. Again, what can you say? I th- they've played well. They've been consistent. Uh, I know they lost some great great players from last year's team, but they've uh, they've kept up the level of play so far. They have a new coach as well too. Uh, so he's done a great job with the team. You know, that one loss that they had was against Los Fresnos, who was one of the better teams from the Valley for 6A. So no shame on that. Um, you know, and that's been their kryptonite, you know, the last few, few years, those Valley teams. So, like I said, it's it's a good showing for them to say, hey, you know, what we need to take, you know, to, you know, to to match up. If we, if we match up against a Valley team, you know, in the well, playoffs. So. to and beat, uh, what was it, Laredo? Yeah, Alexander, yeah. Yeah, that was a good win for them because Laredo comeback win on that as well. So yeah, so that was a good win for them because Laredo Alexander's a six A regional semi, I think regional semifinalist. So to go down there to Laredo, they're at uh, I think they played at Kruger Stadium, Kruger Stadium, and they were down one and they came back and won that game. So it's a good a good win for them. You know, getting them ready for their district play. Now you know the game probably the ones is going to be. You know the marquee game is going to be between them and and Harlandale. You know Harlandale being eleven and one. You know, uh, Valley, Har- I think I'll give them a, a, a push too. Uh, they've had had mm-hmm. a solid year at least record wise here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. The the district unfortunately is still a little bit light uh, as, mm-hmm. as we've discussed. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, Southwest versus Harlandale is probably going to be your key game there. That's going to determine one or two. One or two. Yeah. Uh, Harlan, uh, Harlan Hawks, uh, six, one and one, uh, they beat my Stevens this week here. Uh, unfortunately, uh, district five and oh, um, thoughts on, on Harlan, uh, at number two. What, what can you say about Harlan? They've been very consistent the last three years, you know, and they just, you know, they've pretty basically have gone to, uh, 29, six, you know, 29, six, a, and, you know, they're gunning for another deep run to the playoffs, you know, like they did last year. You know, last year they fell short against the defending champs like Travis. And I think they still have enough to make another deep run, you know, you know, but they're still, like I said, they may have to come into contention. Maybe one of the, you know, one of those Valley teams like Los Fresnos or Brazo Rivera or even Brazo Hanna, you know, if they can kind of get, they can get by them, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them back into the regional, you know, regional tournament. So like I said, Kudos to that, you know, their program being consistent. Like I said, I, I, I just don't see that anybody kind of challenging them there. And then 296A, they should have no problem winning the district. And number one, um, and I don't, compared to the girls, I think this is a clear number one. Uh, the Lee Volunteers, 10 0 1, 3 0 1 in district. Um, you know, in, in my opinion, has been the, the class of, of the, the boys here in San Antonio up to this point here. I mean, what can you say, Bali? Last year was a struggle last year for them. You know, they had some adversity. 
you know, and though they they lost, you know, in the first round, the Clements, which was a shock to all of us. And I thought we'd maybe go two, three deep, three deep in the playoffs, kind of kind of get it together. I think injury, like I said, injuries did play a role from you know for their setbacks. But this year, they like I said, when I went to go see them play against Brandeis, you know, they've they you know they look a lot better. They you know especially goalkeeping, they got a quality goalkeeper that I think he's just signed with Texas A and M San Antonio. So they'll be getting a good one there. Um, and then the one thing I was impressed by them is what they did at the Austin Lake Showcases. They did not allow a go there in those three games. And and to uh, come out of there without <laughs> with three clean sheets, that says a lot. And especially in that level of competition. So are they back? Yes, they're, they're, they are back. And I know they had that one tie with, with, with Brandeis, but like I said, Brandeis is a great team too. Uh, you know, you know, but that, you know, that maybe they need to work on the little, on the penalty kicks, not, <laughs> not, not try to do the Palenka or, or you know, kind of take a page from, from some of the World Cup teams that won uh, on penalty kicks. So, but yeah, Lee's, Lee's a great team. And like I said, they had a big, like I said, a three nothing win versus Reagan. Th- that was a statement game there to the third district. Like, Hey, we're back. And, you know, be be ready for us, and uh, I see good things for them. And we'll see if they run into maybe a in the playoffs, like a Lake Travis or Vandergriff or or Westlake or even uh, the one game I was impressed that they knocked off is Drippy Springs. They beat them at their place five nothing. That that's that's a tough place to yeah. play. So there is one team that I want to ask you about mm-hmm. um, that did not make it. Um, you know, out of out of. Uh, um, out of um, uh, 29-6A on the boys, and that's Holmes. 7-2-1, uh, and one, looking at their record, you know, they, you know, there shows here that they lost to Warren um, 1-0. Uh, they tied Austin Travis. They did beat Kennedy, you know, in the Edgewood tournament. Um, the reason why I want to ask now is because they do play Harlan uh, coming up uh, on the 31st here. Uh, but your thought on Holmes, uh, you know, because historically um, they've been a good team, but not a great team uh, along those lines here. And like I said here to me, I wanted to kind of give them give them some love because uh, mm-hmm. they, they are having having a good season, you know, especially you know, from past history uh, you know, from, you know, from their heritage. So your thoughts on on Holmes and and you know, are they knocking on the door? Obviously, if they beat Harlan or draw Harlan, I think that'll probably help. Uh, yeah, I'm on the Rafa, you know, pound by pound map here. But uh, your thoughts on Holmes? Yeah, they're on the cusp on that. But like I said, I looked at their schedule. Like I said, you know, yeah, it's a little had, light. which was was a little light. But like I said, I'm not taking anything from them. They're a good team. I, I think they have to really make a statement against Harlan. Um, whether a tie a tie would be a good result, but you know, but for them, if you know. The main thing is we want to get into the playoffs, right? And if you want to get in the playoffs, you have to beat your top teams. And this is the first test. I think the first real test they that they're going to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they can beat, you know, Harlan, and then I wouldn't be surprised they get into you know into the power rankings. Yeah, because they beat Stevens and and Sotomayor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not not that uh, Stevens and Sotomayor are are the strongest teams, uh, but yeah, that's. You know, this, this, it'll be an interesting uh, week for them here. So let's look at kind of this past week, and uh, we have added schedules here uh, for it here. So uh, just to kind of go through these here real quick here. Uh, Region 1, uh, 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 District 2 for the boys, as we discussed, Central Catholic, Antonian, 
St. Prius, the, the villages and, and through here. Um, looking at this week's schedule, as you discussed here on the 27th, Antonian, uh, Houston Prius uh, plays uh, Concordia Lutheran in St. Thomas, um, you know, for here. But uh, any thoughts on this one here outside of the big matchup here? It's it's really, really tomorrow's is a big match uh, for, for you know, for both, for Antonian, really, if, if they want to yeah. try to make a push because I think they've already got two losses. So if they want to stay in the race for the district title, they've got to get the win. And not only the district job, maybe even the playoffs too, because like I said, you know, you see the village, you know, they're yeah. only a game behind them. So, too, yeah. you know, and St. Thomas, you know, a couple games. So th- this is the game. This is a game. Game they need. They need. You know, they have to find a way to beat Central Catholic. It's kind of similar like last year's situation, in which Central Catholic didn't have the best record, but Antonian did, and they just couldn't, you know, get those, you know, the wins against him. So this is an important game that they can get a win. It's gonna help, like I said, keep them in contention, not for the district title, but also the, in the playoffs. So, Region Two, District Four, TMI twelve and three, five and one, Brownsville St. Joseph nine six and one, four and one, Laredo uh, St. Augustine. Uh, overall records not good, but four and two in district, and the San Antonio Christian Lions at four and three, and then kind of you know kind of a break here. Uh, Laredo, busy week. Uh, it played at St. St. Anthony's yesterday. I think it was actually moved to um, Monday. If, if I know some of the schools were doing that, TMI uh, tomorrow, St. Mary's on Saturday, and then on the 31st against St. Joseph. So Laredo is going to have a, a hectic four game schedule. TMI's got St. Mary's, St. Augustine, St. Anthony's. Uh, Brownsville has a Marine Military Academy non-district, but Victoria, St. Joseph, and St. Augustine. So, your thoughts on on, on uh, Region Two, District Four? Uh, this is this is a TMI's district to lose. It, it, you know they got big games coming up, especially if they can knock off again, uh, like a knock off Brownsville, St. Joseph's. That's going to be. I don't think they have them on the schedule yet. I guess not this week. Yeah, they got not this August week, but probably here. Yeah. So they just have to stay ahead of them. Like I said, they're just like a half a game because, like I said, just a difference of game. You know, normally, virtually they'd be tied for for the district. Uh, but like I said, they're still have have Saint, San Antonio Christian, Saint Augustine at, at their heels too. So uh, TMI has got to remain consistent and get wins, and and that way they're going to have that number one seed, so they can you know, get them a good spot for going to the playoffs. So moving to Region Three, District Four, uh, Corpus Christi, uh, in Partner Word, eight, eight and four, four and one, New Braunfels Christians, uh, seven, one and one, four and one, the Atonement Academy, six and five, four and one, uh, Corpus Christi's uh, Saint uh, John Paul II, uh, three, seven, one, but three and one in District Geneva, two and three. Uh, to me, the surprise, uh, it's been a while since I've seen this church, John Paul II, uh, three and 10, one and five in district. So, um, you know, uh, might be a rebuilding year, yeah, might be a rebuilding year for them or injuries, you know. Um, but the one, like I said, the one surprise is has been the atonement, you know, like I mentioned, they've they're they're, they're in contention, you know, switching over from fall soccer to winter soccer, the, you know, last year. You know, to make that turnaround, they've done a great job there. So, like I said, there there's four teams there that can, they're you know in contention for that district title, and we'll see, find out who kind of kind of breaks away from that that little pack and it takes control of the, the district. And for Tomant, they get uh, the Cardin Word on the 31st, and, and Holy Cross 
Um, New Braunfels Christians gets Geneva and Our Lady of the Hills and, and Our Lady of the Hills and, and for sure it's John Paul here uh, for that here. So moving over to the ladies, uh, Region 1, District 2, uh, Houston, St. Agnes, 5-0, and 11-5 on the year. Uh, Antonian, 17-2-3, uh, 6-1. Uh, Houston, St. Prius, 4-2. And, and then kind of, you know, kind of a break here. Looking at the schedule, um, uh, San Antonio, uh, Antonio plays in, at Incarnadward, or they played them on the on the on the uh, on the twenty fourth. Uh, but this week they play New Braunfels, uh, where Saint Agnes plays Concordia Lutheran, Saint Prius, and the Village uh, for the here. So, um, you know, if if you're Antonian, you know, you're kind of hoping maybe uh, Saint Prius can upset Saint Agnes to to put you back level. Yeah. So, like I said, it's not over yet. Like I said, Antonius within striking distance and trying tying it up, and trying to also get that district title and, and to get that number one seed. So, and also the Carnivore, the Carnivore girls too. They're they're still they're still in contention to get one of those playoff spots yeah, as well. Down at the bottom, yeah. Uh, moving to Region Two, District Four, San Antonio Christian six and zero, uh, Saint Anthony Catholic uh, uh, five and four, three and one, TMI three and two. Uh, uh, Coach uh, Cano's uh, St. Mary Barron, two and three. Uh, Victoria, oh, three and one. So um, I think top four make the playoffs here. So I think, uh, you know, for Coach Cano and the St. Mary's Hall Barons, uh, still some work to do, um, hopefully to be able to move up. But uh, San Antonio Christian seems like they're cruising in this region. Yeah, I think they're probably going to end up winning this district. Like I said, I, I actually got to see them play. You know, against Bernie, Bernie High, and like I said, they did give Bernie High the girls a run for their money. You know, they had quality talent, great midfielder. I saw that really good forward they had. You know, and they could really put some goals. So you know, I think they'll end up clinching the district title, and then you know, the second, third, and fourth spot. I think like I said it's within striking distance. You know, to getting it. You know, you know, Saint Anthony's been the surprise. Mm-hmm. You know, Saint Anthony still has to get you know get by Saint Augustine, which I think they will. But they, like I said, they run into to San Antonio Christian, you know, in the, in the, in the second game. Uh, St. Mary's, I think they can get up there, you know, see if they can get yeah, past they, the get, team. They get uh, Victoria St. Joseph's and Laredo St. Augustine, so if they can pick up two wins uh, mm-hmm. this week here uh, on the remaining schedule, that'll hopefully set them up pretty well. Uh, yeah, they can that. end up getting that second or third spot. Uh, moving to Region 3, District 4, Shirts John Paul, 19, 4-1, 4-0, Geneva. 11 and 1, 4 and 1, New Braunfels uh, Christian Academy, 8 4, 2 and 2. Holy Cross, 2 and 2, the Atonement Academy, 2 and 3. So the bottom of the playoffs, you know, as far as for 3 and 4 is wide open. Um, obviously, I think Geneva and, and uh, Church John Paul, too, uh, probably set up uh, as far as for the top two slots. But uh, your thoughts on, on through here? Looking here, I'm just trying to see. New Braunfels, Christian, and Geneva uh, played this week here. Um, but yeah, not not a lot of uh, matches this week that kind of stand out as far as uh, top teams battling each other yet. Yeah, this week was the week was kind of like the the top three teams facing each other, and John Paul II was able to knock out Geneva and New Braunfels Christian, so they've already kind of starting to kind of pull away. The more because uh, I'm more like you know, I think they're gonna end, like I said they're gonna end up winning that district title. Uh, the number two seed is probably going to be fought by Geneva and San, mm-hmm. and, San and Bravo's Christian. So I, don't, I think they still have a game on hand. And then 
Holy Cross, you know, what you can say, they may have 16 losses, but they're still in contention <laughs> to get that final spot. So, you know, they can knock out, kind of win out, you know, they'll have, have an opportunity to get into the playoffs. Or the Atonement Academy. Uh, yeah, that too, them too. Uh, for that here. So moving to 4A district uh, districts here. Uh, not playing district yet. Uh, Bernie Greyhounds 10-3-2. Uh, Wimberley 6-2-1. Davenport 4-3. Fredericksburg 3-2-2. Two, two. Uh, Canyon Lake 3-4. Bandera 1-6 this week here. Wimberley plays at Canyon Lake and uh, home against Fredericksburg. Uh, uh, Bernie plays at Fredericksburg uh, and Davenport, which I think is a big matchup here. <laughs> Davenport gets Bandera and then at Bernie. Fredericksburg's uh, Bernie. Um, and then Wembley and then uh, Canyon Lake plays home against Wembley and Bandera plays against uh, uh, Davenport. But your thoughts on, on the district here? I think what the uh, Bernie-Davenport uh, match on the 31st is probably the big match of the week. Yeah, that's going to be one of the big matches because that, that could ter- determine, you know, who, who wins this district. You know, even though it's a first-round game, you know, you want to get a, get a foot ahead from, from, when, from your opponents. And like I said, to me, it's gonna. It's I, I think it's like a three horse race between Bernie, Wimberley, and, and Davenport. Um, I think that four spots probably gonna come down to Canyon Lake and Fredericksburg, but I'm gonna give the edge on Canyon Lake on that one. Uh, district uh, Region Four, District Twenty Seven Boys, Lavernia eleven one one, Kennedy and Memorial, which we've talked about. Gonzalez, uh, you know, from you know the outer outer reach on the east side, eight six and one. Fox Tech and Yukon Bulldogs three and one. Uh, Lavernia uh, has Southside, New Braunfels, and Lavernia. Uh, these are all non-conference. Kennedy, Pleasanton, Clemens, uh, uh, San Antonio, or actually, I guess there is some uh, districts here. Uh, San Antonio Memorial uh, for that here. No, and they have Fox Tech up here, not uh, Lavernia. Um, Memorial has East Central, Kennedy, Pleasanton, and Gonzalez uh, for that here. Uh, Yoakum doesn't have any matches again here, but. Uh, Kennedy Memorial on the thirty first. Uh, that one catches my eye. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a really interesting game. I think also I think if you put it back on the on the schedule, I think there's a I don't know when. I know Gonzalez has also a big game coming up. I think um, I think this week or next week, I believe. Um, let's see. I'm just trying to see what their schedule. Yeah, with the Kennedys, like I said, they got a, a big one with with Pleasanton. So. And a couple of non-district games right before that 31st game. Lavernia, I'm interested in that game, that non-district game, Lavernia versus New Braunfels. Uh, New Braunfels. That, sh- that should be an interesting game there. It's a, it'll be a good test I for them. I think you're looking at next Friday, the, yeah. the third, against the Kennedy uh, that Gonzalez travels yeah. uh, to there yeah. uh, for that here. So, but I didn't put it on this one because we'll have a show next uh, Thursday uh, for that here. So, but yeah. <clears throat> Uh, region four twenty eight, uh, Floresville four two and two, uh, Pleasanton four five and three, Hondo, Sun, uh, Somerset, Uvalde, Poteet, Pearsall. We still ha- they're still listed on schedules, but we're starting to have doubts that they're actually playing this year, uh, both on on the, the boys and the girls side here. So, uh, we'll we'll kind of make that determination if we need to remove them. Along there, but uh, both Max Preps and SanAntonio.com uh, both has them listed still on the schedule. So uh, that I think is to be determined for Pearsall. But uh, 
your thoughts on the district here as far as matches. Floresville plays at San Marcos and at Somerset. Pleasanton gets Kennedy, Gonzalez, and Hondo. Um, you know, uh, you know, like I said, I, I saw, you know, I saw the score for Poteet uh, along those lines here. Or Poteet gets Uvalde up for that here. But your, your thoughts on on this one here? Uh, to me, I think it's what Floresville. Uh, yeah. Is, is, is and Pleasanton. Like that Forzo, that there's a game on there if you on the schedule there. It would be a good test for them. Is that well, Pleasanton has a good test on the 27th at Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that could be a playoff game right there, you know, a potential playoff game in the first round. So that's, you know, it, it, it'll be like I said, it'll be a good test for them. And then, you know, Hondo, like I said, just starting discipline on 31st at Pleasanton. You know, same thing with Somerset. Can they knock out Floresville? So it's right. a, like I said, but I think, like I said, more likely that your two favorites are going to be Floresville and Pleasanton for this district. Uh, looking at the uh, brutal district of four, uh, Region 4, 26 and 4A, uh, Wimberley, 901, Davenport, 10 and 3, 1, Bernie, uh, uh, Canyon, uh, Como Canyon Lake Hawks, Bandera, Fredericksburg. Uh, great, uh, great hops. Northern still on schedule. Although they haven't played, so if we see them removed from the schedule, we'll remove them uh, for that here. Uh, matches Canyon Lake and, and Wimberley, and then at Fredericksburg for Wimberley. Uh, Davenport, uh, you know, gets Bandera and Bernie uh, along those lines here. Uh, any matches that stand out for you? Yeah, that that uh, Canyon Lake versus Wimberley is going to be. It's going to be a good test for the Wembley Lady Texans. Like I said, I, I see Canyon Lake, Lake uh, Lady Hawks. They're, like I said, they're one of the four teams I think that's going to make the make the playoffs. So it'll be that'll be a good one. And then uh, Fredericksburg's got a tall task going at at Bernie. You know, tomorrow we'll see see if they can bounce, well, see if they can start it. Both matches, Bernie Wimberley. That's a tough one to wait yeah. in the district. <laughs> yeah, and then. You know, I think do we and then Davenport, like I said, I think we should have no hot problem with Bandera. Fredericksburg, like I said, we'll see if they give give Bernie a game on this one. But like I said, I think the marquee matchup for tomorrow is going to be Wimberley versus uh, Canyon Lake. Uh, Lavernia, uh, Region Four, District Twenty Seven. Lavernia five and two. Kennedy five and four. Yoakum two three and two. Fox Tech uh, two and four. Young uh, Young Women's Leadership Gonzalez and Memorial Miniman. Um, the ladies, unfortunately, aren't having the success that the men uh, or the boys had when they dropped down. Uh, matches Lavernia Pleasanton, East Central Fox Tech. Yoakum gets uh, uh, Young Women's uh, Memorial, Fox Tech, Poteet, Lavernia, um, East Central Somerset Kennedy for Memorial. But uh, any big matches uh, out of this district uh, for you at this point? I think with Lavernia, if you look at their skin, I know they had a good win versus Pleasanton. Uh, they'll, they'll get a good test from East Central because, like I said, they're playing a 6A team. You know, that would be a good test for them right before they start district. Um, and like I said, and, uh, the rest, like I said, they're just more preparation, you know, for, for see how it shakes out. Yeah, I'll see how they shake, especially like that Somerset Memorial game. You know, can Memorial, the boy, you know, like I said, the Memorial girls can, you know, can they get a win you know, out of that one? You know, they try to get back into the to prepare, you know, to prepare to contend and for maybe one of those last playoff spots. So 28, uh, Uvalde, eight and three, Pleasanton, five, five and three, Somerset, one and one, Floresville, one, three and two, Hondo, Poteet and Pearsall. Not, not a lot of information on them. 
Uvalde plays uh, Del Rio or played Del Rio against Laredo Johnson and then at Poteet. Uh, Hondo and, and Pleasanton uh, for that here. Medina Valley and Floresville and, and Somerset. Um, February 3rd is scheduled the first match uh, for Pearsall, but we'll have to see uh, for that here. Um, but uh, um, for this district here, it, it seems like it's Uvalde and, and, mm -hmm. and Pleasanton. Know, Pleasanton and, and then, you know, draw a name out of the hat, I think, at this point. Yeah, Uvalde played Del Rio this past Tuesday. Uh, they had a uh, they had a three zero loss. Like I said they're playing two you know two divisions up. Was I mean Dale was a playoff team. They went too deep last year, and they got another another tough six A. Well, they have another six A matchup against LBJ. Uh, you know this tomorrow, so that should be a good good for them. Um, Floresville, like I said, dro dropping down to from from five A to four A. They got you know like I said that had a loss with Medina Valley, but that's a hey, they're playing quality teams. Mm -hmm. So, but as far as the district overall, like I said, I think it's going to be down. It's going to come down to Uvalde and Pleasanton. Yeah. I think Flores will maybe get that third spot, and then we'll see. And the rest, the rest is going to be a dogfight for that last spot. <laughs> uh, looking at five A here, Smithson Valley, uh, the number three ranked team, eight and zero. Pipe Wars seven and two. Canyon Cougarettes seven and two. Kerrville Tyvee four two and one. Veterans Memorial three and four. And this is where you were talking about for Burning Champion. Only two and four, and then Wagner and Seguin. Uh, looking at the schedule, Kerrville, Tyvee, Seguin uh, for Smithson Valley, uh, uh, Piper, Seguin, and Wagner. So, you know, good way to start the, the district, assuming that they hold their own. Uh, Canyon Cougarettes and Kerrville on the 31st uh, uh, for that here. And then uh, Kerrville, Tyvee, and Smithson Valley uh, for that here. So, your thoughts on. On uh, district uh, district twenty six and five A, uh, like I said, one of the t brutal districts and you know in our region and the, right off the bat, you can say you have Kerrville Tiger at Smithson Valley. That's that's going to be a good game. Can Kerrville Tiger, like I said, I've heard good things about them. They said that hey, they have talent. Can they take that step and go out, go out and since you know Smithson Valley and, and get a win, you know, or or even a, or even a positive result, you know, get some steal some points. Um, same thing with um, you know. Piper, like I said, coming into their district play, they got a, against should have no problem against Seguin, um, Wagner, Wagner. They have a tall, yeah. tall test against Bernie Champion. You know, you know Bernie Champion. Uh, yeah, you know, don't let that that record fool you. Like I said, I think they're going to be one of the top two teams for you know within the district. And then Canyon, like I said, a, a tough one with Vernon's Memorial. I think that that, sh that should be a pretty good game. But I think Canyon should take take care of business there. 27, Alamo Heights, 7 0 3, 4-0 in district. Uh MacArthur, 5-4, 3-0 in district. Uh, Jefferson, 3-1. Uh Edison, uh, 2 and 2. Highland Owls, 2 and 2. Um, Burbank, 1 and 2. Sam Houston, 1 and 3. Uh for the here. Uh looking at the schedule, Alamo Heights has Lanier and Burbank, Jefferson, Highlands, and MacArthur. Um Highland Owls, uh, Jefferson, Lanier, and Burbank uh, for that here. Or they had Jefferson on the 24th. Uh, MacArthur, uh, Jefferson, and Lanier, um, you know, Edison and Brackenridge. Uh, your thoughts on, on kind of on the, on the District the, 27? The key game for this, this Friday is going to be that MacArthur against Jefferson. Mm -hmm. Like I said, Jefferson was the district champ from, you know, last year. You know, can can they, you know, like I said, now this is one of their first tests, you know, against MacArthur. MacArthur moving up from 6A to 5A. 
And I actually, I think they're they're facing their, uh, Jefferson's facing their former coach too. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> There's a lot at stake in this <laughs> game, and um, like I said, kudos to MacArthur. Like I said, they've they've started well in district play, and if they can knock off Jefferson, like I said, they can. See, we'll see. We'll see when they match up. When they, I don't know when they play Alamo Heights, but that's probably gonna be the probably the key game for for that district. But tomorrow, for tomorrow, for sure, that game, you know, MacArthur against Jefferson is gonna be a barn burner. Uh, 28 Southwest, six and two, uh, for the ladies here, Medina, five, four and two Southside six, six and one, uh, I was reading they're off to their best start, uh, in, in, in many years, South sand four and five Southwest legacy, two, five and two, uh, win Harlandale and McCollum, uh, McCollum's one and one, only two matches played here, uh, for, I think I had that correct here, but, uh, Southwest kicks off against El Paso or not El Paso, Eagle Pass win. Uh, Medina Valley, uh, Floresville has, uh, you know, uh, Medina Valley has Floresville, South Sand, and then Southwest for that here. Uh, Southwest Legacy, uh, Laredo United, McCollum, Southside. So your thoughts on this one here is, is the big match, the Southwest Medina Valley uh, out of this week? Yeah, for this week, for the 27th, like I said, that's going to be more than likely the uh, – you know, one one interesting game might be that that South Sand at Harlandale. I mean that that South Sand's kind of creeped up. No one's been mm-hmm. talking about them. You know, I think that move. You know, like I said, they also moved down from six A to five A, and you know they've. They're, I know they're below five hundred, but I think they played some good teams, and I wouldn't be surprised. And they they're in the mix in that in that um for the for the last playoff spot. Yeah, Medina, like I said, Medina Valley versus Southwest on the 31st, that's going to be the key game there. You know, that's going to determine that that'll determine if Medina if Medina Valley can get get that win, you can say, "Hey, they got a good shot of winning the district." But like I said, I'm still going to give the edge to Southwest Lady Dragons on that one. Uh moving to District 26, uh, 5A, uh Piper 9-2 and 1. Kerrville Tyvee, uh, 5-3-2, Burning Champion, 3-0-1, Smithson Valley, 5-5-1, Canyon, 4-4-1, Wagner, uh, Veterans Memorial, and Seguin. Um, This one's shaping up to be uh, pretty tasty come district time. Uh, uh, Piper has steel. Kerrville Tyvee plays on the 27th, uh, Smithson Valley, and then at Canyon. Uh, Bernie Champion gets Veterans Memorial on the 31st. Uh, Canyon gets Veterans Memorial on the 24th. And then Kerrville Tyvee on the 31st. Um, Smithson Valley has Kerrville Tyvee and Seguin. Um, Piper doesn't really, you know, only, only played Steel and, and didn't have anybody else this uh, this week here. So your thoughts on, on, on the matches here? Is it kind of Kerrville Tyvee with Smithson Valley and, and Canyon as, as the uh, team to watch for this district? Yeah, that. that- well, keep keep your eye on 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 Swinson Valley Rangers, the boys. I know the record. It's another. If you look at their record, it doesn't reflect on what right, they've you know. But they've played some quality teams, um, and it's kind of the same situation like what what Bernie Chapin girls are. Like I said, the, the, you know that re- the record doesn't reflect on them. I think they're going to be up there um, to challenge. Like I said, Burning Champion and and Piper, you know, Piper's got a good start. You know, if they can they stay consistent? That's the big thing. You know, you, you know, can you beat some of the more tougher teams in your district? Um, we'll see if Kerrville Tavi boys are you know for real. You know, because they had a good had a good start. Uh, same thing with Kamal Canyon, uh, the, the Canyon Cougars. Uh, their boys usually are trying to play well each year and make a run and like I said, make the playoffs. So there's about 
uh, about at least good five, six teams that are going to be fighting for the for the well those playoff spots. Twenty-seven Alamo Heights nine and two four and zero Brackenridge seven and three three and zero in district Edison Jefferson both three and one and you see kind of a gap uh, MacArthur at one and two Burbank one and two Sam Houston one and three and Lanier and Highlands uh, for that here Alamo Heights has Lanier and Burbank Brackenridge Houston uh, Sam Houston Edison uh, there uh, Brackenridge Sam Houston and Brackenridge on the twenty fourth Jefferson has Highlands and MacArthur. So that one seems to be a big one on the 27th, and then MacArthur has Lanier. Uh, Lanier, unfortunately, has – or they had Alamo Heights uh, yesterday. Uh, then they get uh, Highlands and then MacArthur here. So thoughts on the on the match here? I'm assuming the big one is is uh, Jefferson and MacArthur. Yeah, that one, you know, that could ter- determine, you know, the that final playoff spot. You know, and, and I really thought, you know, MacArthur, you know, moving down would be, you know, more into the contention, maybe a little bit higher, but that hasn't been the case because, like I said, District 27 5A mm-hmm. is a t- it's still it's, it's a it's a good district for especially for boys soccer. And you look, like I said, I was at the game last week when I, uh, you know, for that Brandeis and um, and Lee game, but I stayed to watch the Breckenridge versus MacArthur. MacArthur had a lead, and then Breckenridge ended up tying it up, and they lost it. They lost in penalty kicks. You know, and that's why they do on their tiebreakers for this district. So, you know, I, well, I kind of expect Edison to too uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Was also a big, big one there. I, I missed that one here. That's two yeah. versus three. Yeah, that's a, that's another big one. Like I said, Edison, I've seen them play. They had that one comeback win against Davenport. They had a tough loss against uh, against Alamo Heights, but and like I said, I think they're going to be in contention again. They have a good squad. Like I said, they have great talent. You know, that's going to be a really good game between those and see who gets into that second spot. Uh, 28 Harlandale, 11, one and one. I know we talked about them earlier. Southwest seven and one Medina Valley, seven, five and one. And then, uh, Southwest legacy, Southside, uh, Eagle pass win McCollum, South sand, you know, pick a name for that fourth slot here. Uh, Harlandale gets uh, Southside, South sand, Southwest, uh, dragons get, uh, um, Eagle C-C-1. pass win and then Medina Valley. Uh, but, uh, I think this this week here is what the Medina Valley uh, Southwest match is, is probably the prime match of, of the week. Yeah, for yeah for the thirty first that one. But like, also keep an eye on that Southside game too with 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 Harlandale. You know, Southside. You know they they could they could sneak up on them and and and, and give Harlandale a, a challenge. Um, so just that's that's one game to keep kind of keep your eye on that one. But like I said, the one I'm looking forward to later on is going to be that Harlandale Southwest game, right. which are more likely to be in February. And moving to 6A, uh, Steele, uh, Converse Judson, Shirts Clemens uh, has kind of rebounded. They had a good year after the slow, uh, good week after slow start. New Braunfels, East Central, and San Marcos. Civilo uh, gets Piper, San Angelo Central uh, Memorial. Um, and then uh, Nimbronfo gets Lavernia. Um, Shirts gets uh, this one might be a Kennedy uh, Clemens. Uh, that might be a good one. Let me just see if I can clear, make sure that that is Memorial on the on the uh, boys side here. If it's uh, Memorial like we're thinking here, but your thoughts on this district here as far as um, it's just like I said it. It's, it's, it's missing like, a team. <laughs> yeah, 
It's like it's like uh, it's it's a, it's been a dogfight, but you know my my favorite going in was was New Braunfels because of what they did last you know that done the last couple of years. But like I said, they've played some tough some tough teams. Um, I know Civil State. If you look on their schedule, they got a tough one coming up, a good test, which is um, let me see if I can see the schedule. Um, that game versus San An- tomorrow against San Angelo Central and San Angelo. I've played against San Angelo Central when I was in Del Rio when we've gone up there. We had some battles. They got some good players up there. It's a good test for Cibolo Steel there. If they can get a win over San Angelo, that's a good, good way, you know, for them to, you know, get a notch on their belt to going into the dis- district play. Um, other key games, you know, you know, Clemens versus Kennedy. Could that be a, like I'm not saying like a, a trap game as far as district play, but you know, Kennedy's been playing well. You know, and and Kennedy, if they can get a win over Clemens, will be a good win for them, especially like I said, coming in from from them being a four A team. So that that should be a good one. And uh, other, you know, Converse, like I said, they're against Wagner you know, because I played Wagner. I think they won that game. So some good tests for for some of these teams. That New Braunfels, actually, I think, is that that should be another good game too against Lavernia because mm-hmm. it's kind of like a little backyard brawl there. You know, they're not too far away. That's that's a good test for Lavernia, but like I said, you know, the Braunfels, like I said, playing a, a a playoff team, getting prepared for the for the, you know, for the district play. Uh, district twenty eight boys, Lee, uh, number one team, ten zero and one. Brandeis five zero and three. Uh, Johnson, Reagan, Churchill, uh, all at two and one in district. Uh, for the here, Madison two and two. Clark, uh, one and three. Marshall and Roosevelt, uh, you know, at the bottom here. Uh, any chance for Clark to get back into it or any of these teams that are kind of on the outside to get back into it? Or do you think it's going to be these top four? I think it could be, maybe I would include maybe Churchill, you know, Churchill. they're still Churchill, Churchill still in contention as far as one of the four of the, that last playoff spot, as far as the district title, I mean, it's still, well, right now, like I said, Lee's, Lee's in control. Well, they're tied with Brandeis, but like I said, mm-hmm. Lee's kind of made, they made a statement knocking off Reagan. Um, you know, we'll see what happens between the Reagan Brandeis game, which is, you know, coming up pretty soon. And, uh, so you know, this week here, Johnson plays at Clark uh, against Reagan uh, on the 30th. Uh, Reagan has Lee, Madison, and then Johnson uh, for the here Lee, Reagan, and Marshall. Uh, Clark, Matt, uh, well, Johnson, and Churchill, um, Brandeis, Churchill, Roosevelt. So that would be a big one there if you're, if you're thinking Churchill's staying in it. Um, I was trying to think through here, but yeah. So to me, what Reagan, Reagan Johnson on the thirtieth uh, is probably the big one uh, of the week. Yeah, which is I think the Ian's Cup, I believe. So that that's going to be a tough test, you know. That's going, you know, can Reagan bounce back? And also with Johnson too, you know, they they were in contention. It was a little bit last year, and you know, it's, it's a big game, you know, for you know for the district play. You know, you don't want to get to you know those losses, you know, these wins help out as far as, you know, going on to later on into the district play. Um, but I still think, like I said, it's going to – I still think it's those three teams as far as fighting for the district title. You know, Reagan has a loss. Like I said, you know, they still have that big game coming up with Brandeis soon. Um, can Churchill challenge Johnson? That's that's the thing there. Can they channel, challenge him for that fourth spot? Um, and, they'll and like I said, they got a tough test this Friday, this Friday at Brand, you know, against Brandeis. You know, yeah. if they can come out with a tie, that'll be great for them. You know, coming out with points from some of the teams above, ahead of you, it's great. You know, and then they have a good uh, a game, a winnable game against Clark. 
you know, it's, it's going to be a tough one for them, but I think it's, it's still a winnable for them. 29, uh, Harlan, 6-1-1, and 5-0, Holmes, 7-2-1, and 2-1. Uh, John Jay, 6-3-2. O'Connor, Warren, 4-5-2. Uh, Brennan, 6-2-2, which is kind of, if you're looking at the, through there. And then, yeah, I think there's probably a gap. Then Stevens, Sotomayor, and Taft uh, through, you know, through here. Um, Harlan, you know, gets Sotomayor and Holmes. Um, which I, I kind of highlighted here earlier as far as a big match for Holmes. Uh, gets Jay Holmes. That's that's a traditional one. Um, Warren gets Taft, uh, Brennan, and O'Connor on the 31st. So that, that's a big one for there. So And, and O'Connor has Brennan and Warren. So tough week. No no no, no easy weeks on, on this one. Uh, I, think, I think the one that maybe – I mean, Harlan, I think they should have no problem with Sotomayota. And uh, like I said, it, it, Holmes finally gets, you know, well, they'll have two tests coming up. They got a, a good Jade squad. And like I said, they have to see if they can get by them. And, and that'll be that showdown with Harlan, you know, can they get some points from the Harlan and get a, a tie or a win? Um, you know, I think Harlan, if they can get these two wins, they're going to pretty much stretch themselves away from the, from the pack. And I think there's going to be a real big log jam for those second, third and fourth spots. I think there's about four, Four or five teams are going to be contending for those three last three playoff spots, and this year, it's, and like I said, you can see who the class act is right now. Yeah, I think the top six, right? Brennan Warrior, O'Connor, John Jay, Holmes, and Harlan. Um, John Jay, you know, has always been the team that you kind of discounted, but it was always there. Holmes is kind of the new one that's kind of stepped up this year, and we'll see if they've got the got the staying power to stay up. Uh, moving to uh, 6 8 20, 27 on the girls here, New Braunfels. I'm going to bring that down next. Uh, 6 4 and 1, uh, Converse Judson, 6 and 6, uh, San Marcos, 5 4 and 2, East Central, Shirts, and Solo Steel, uh, San Angeles C- uh, Central, and then Antonian for New Braunfels. So, uh, quality week there. San Marcos against Wimberley. Um, Converse and Smith, uh, Smithson and Steele and Los Resnos. And then Clemens gets uh, Laredo, Alexander, and Gonzalez. So uh, two Valley teams uh, through here in San Angelo Central. Uh, your thoughts kind of on, you know, playing outside of San Antonio for the 27 ladies? Yeah, I think I think Clemens did beat Alexander. So I think that was, that oh, was a good right. win that for them. Yeah. yeah, the ones on the 24th. I, I don't know if Wimberley knocked. I'm sure they knocked out San Marcos. Uh, I think I don't know, but mm-hmm. the East Central, more, I'm sure East Central won that game. But as far as, and then I know Spencer Valley beat beat Judson. But for the yeah. this weekend, the Brothels Lady Unicorns, they got a tough test. Uh, San Angelo Central Lady Bobcats, they're they're usually one of the top teams for their district. I think it's District Two Two Six A. They're always in, always in contention with a district title. Um, and also they make deep runs in that region one, which would they have, which a lot of those Metroplex teams, but like I said, New Braunfels got two, two big games, I guess also at Antonia right before the district play, which is good for them. Like I said, it's, it's just preparation. Um, Steel, they got a tough one with Los Fresnos, Los Fresnos girls. He's usually one of the best teams, better teams in the Valley for six A. I think that game's on Saturday, which maybe I might, you might, you may maybe see, see me pop up there. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, we'll get that. Get that. We'll see. Um, Clemens, like I said, I think they should have no problem with Gonzalez. Like I said they'll they'll take her. They'll win that game. Um, yes. And then these San Angelo uh, Central seven one and one on the year so far. Uh, second, uh, do, uh, 
in uh, Region One, District Two, second to uh, Friendship, who's nine one and one. So yeah, yeah, that that District Two is a bar burner because they also got you also have Permian, you also got Midland High. They got they got some good some quality yeah. teams. They also the freshman team. So good, good, good choices for there for her revivals to get ready for district play. So district twenty eight girls, uh, Lee, uh, as we talked about, undefeated Johnson, Reagan, uh, Clark, Madison, and then kind of a gap. Uh, Churchill, Brandeis, Marshall uh, had a good, uh, good out of district season. Uh, unfortunately, district zero and three so far, and then Roosevelt uh, for here. So. Looking at schedule league, it's Reagan and Marshall, Madison. Which one? Which they won one zero. Yeah, so I got to do the twenty seventh there. Reagan and Madison. Uh, when I do that here, uh, got them back here, um, flipped here. And Johnsons, Clark, and Reagan. And just trying to see here, Brandeis, Churchill through here, but uh, to me, the Reagan Madison match is probably the big one. Yeah, that's a, that's going to be a tough one for Reagan. They got a they, Madison's got a good squad. You know, it's it's not a gimme game, and they usually have great games in the district play. Another one to kind of keep out is that uh, that Johnson at Clark. Yeah. Um, Clark Clark. You know, even though they had a uh, you know one zero loss when I since when I saw him against Reagan, they still had a, they still had a great team. I think good. They were good defensively. They just kind of gave Phillips up on one of the plays. But they have a really good goalkeeper. You know, have they fixed their issues with you know with you know with scoring like with their forwards? You know, if they can they can find like a number nine to put the ball in the net, I think the, you know they're going to start challenging for, for one of those playoff spots because I know they're rebuilding this year. Uh, Johnson, like I said, like I said, they, it'll be a tough game for them. And uh, what you can say about Lee, a big win what they had over over Reagan, and can they keep up the momentum and and move forward and 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 you know, kind of get a stranglehold on the, on this, on the district title. And in the final group, uh, 29 Taft, uh, the number one team in the Rafa pound by pound rankings, uh, seven and oh, three and oh, uh, Sotomayor Wildcat seven through three and oh, Warren nine and three O'Connor eight and three. And then, uh, Jay down here, nine, three and one, but one and three in, in district, Brennan uh, six and four one and two, uh, Stevens two five and one uh, one two and one uh, in district here. But uh, your thoughts on on district twenty nine for that here? Is it just the top top four? Or do you think anybody can can move in? Like you know, like uh, Harlan seems like they've lost a lot. I don't know if if with Sotomayor, you know, you know they lost a lot to Sotomayor or, or what, but. Um, Harlan's historically been very good, uh, but your, your thoughts uh, on on the, the 29 girls? To me, it's still the, the three teams is still going to be Taff, O'Connor, and Brennan. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, right off the bat, Brennan, Brennan, Taff, and O'Connor played each other, and then now they're <laughs> playing the re- now they're going to be playing the rest. Uh, as you can see here, like I said, O'Connor got a big one over Brennan this past <laughs> this past Tuesday. Right. Uh, but O'Connor's going to get a test with Warren, so right. uh, that's going to be a, that'll be a good game. You know, can Warren take that next step and you know get some steal some points? You know, from one of, the, one of those top three teams. Uh, but you, you can see Warren right there. They got Warren's got tough. Uh, Brennan they, and, they got and a, O'Connor. Yeah, they they lost to Tap, but like I said, they got Brennan and O'Connor. That's going to that will say something there where, where they're at as far as the district play. You know, if them are going to get that, you know, could they be that fourth fourth team? 
Sotomayor is the same way, you know, you know, can they knock off, you know, because I think that they'll be favored against Jay. Um, that well, they little played Jay yesterday, but they get Harlan uh, tomorrow and then Taft on what Tuesday, the 31st. Yeah. Or that here. So, so they're there. So yeah. So the Mayotte, I think if they can get a win to Harlan, it sets up to see how, where they're at against half, you know, that's going to, that's going to tell. I think for me, like I said, the, for the last, I think the last playoff spot's going to come down to, I think it's going to be Sotomayor and Warren, you know, you know, can, can, can Jake Turner things around, you know, we'll see, you know, they started out with a great record, but you know, they've, they've dropped three in district play. So, you know, can, can they bounce back? But for me, like I said, I think it's going to be Taft, O'Connor, Brennan, and then, the last spot's going to probably going to be fought by Sotomayor and Warren. So that was a lot, Rafa, <laughs> the power <laughs> rankings and the standings and, and looking at the schedules uh, for here. I'll, I'll make sure I clean up uh, the schedules here. I kind of was, you know, pushing that through, trying to go through and trying to get this set up maybe a little bit more this weekend to be ahead of time here, but uh, uh, getting into the busy season, Rafa. Yeah. Everybody's in districts uh, for the most part. Uh, along those lines here, but uh, any closing thoughts you got? Uh, you know, uh, you know, Coach Connell, you know, mentioned uh, that you know this is going to be a fun, fun district to watch. With talking about the the twenty nine, uh, I think all the districts. Uh, I think you know, all, most a, of the majority of, of them. Yeah, yeah I, even even twenty eight to six A for the girls is going to be a fun district to play because, like I said, like Lee Lee girls, you know, they didn't make the playoffs last year, but they've come roaring into this season and. You know, you got some other teams too. You know, they're like Piper. You know, they're in their contention. You know, for, you know, for the boys and the girls. Uh, so we'll see what comes out to out of this district play coming up. And for the ones are going to go and display. You know, we still have some that are still doing non-district games. Like like I said, I'm interested in that one game. That new Braffles San Angelo Central game is going to be a great one. Uh, Steel versus Los Fresos is going to be another good one too. For for not one of the last kind of like. Um, pivotal non-district games going leading to their district so it's going to be a fun weekend and you know the weather may be i, I know saturday there's saturday games it may be a little wet but you know it wasn't like a bad, bad as in the past. so bad but if it's wet and cold that's where you know, that's, it, it that's, wasn't like that 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 killer timberwood and Salt Lake carol boys game in the snow <laughs> on, on tuesday night so so we, we kind of lucked out on that, but I'm sure it was, that was that was a fun game to play in. I'm sure I can I can imagine some of the Panhandle teams playing like two with two with two inches or three inches of snow on the field. So, but some great games coming up, and look forward to it. And then um, you know, and also like next week, like I said, I'll be coming out with the state rank, the state power rankings, because I'll be coming on out the with 50, the 50-50. 50-50, fifty fifty, yeah. So there will there'll be some changes on that. I have to do do my work on that and see, cause like I said, there are some teams that I thought, Hey, they're, they're, they're ranked high. And, and there's, there's some teams that have been some surprises too. So they've pushed up. So tune in, tune in next, next, I think Monday for that. Yeah. Like I said, the 50, 50 with coach Cano and Rafa and Steve, right? Uh, yeah, Steve, yeah, the Steve. new addition. Uh, if you follow him on his Instagram, he does a lot of barbecue. And so, uh, yeah, Royal uh, barbecue, check it out. It's real good through there here but uh rafa it's been fun uh like i said here uh, you know we, we might have to discuss if we want to still do both of them or maybe uh you know if we do the what? power rankings and don't do the standings or maybe just yeah. like you know certain games uh for that here but uh it's always fun to get with you um 
Uh, don't forget uh, inside uh, the Texas uh, Soccer, Texas soccer uh, hashtag TXHSSOC uh, along those lines here. And, of course, uh, 210 Soccer Scores and uh, uh, for that here. But, uh, Rafa, we're getting closer to uh, playoff season. Um, I'm getting a mess up for uh, – you know, for the bracketology, uh, we've got to start putting firm plans together and uh, seeing how districts break out and, and along those lines here. And um, is it too soon to do playoff brackets? I think so. I mean, I was like, I actually saw the video this over the weekend a little bit of it. It's like, ah, six hours. So we're going to break that record. We're going to do eight, an eight-hour marathon. <laughs> And stuff, especially hopefully, like I said, I, I think by that time, like I said, we'll be able to break it down, especially who we have on and some insight. Hopefully, like I said, we'll have some insight, some people from like, you know, from the Metroplex. Hopefully, we can get Scott on, you know, because he has got an insight with him, especially like in the Wichita Falls area and so forth. Coach Cano has his insight with with El Paso and a couple of the other guys. Hopefully, we can get some guys from the Valley. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll, we'll see what we can do. But uh, like I said here, it's it's been fun. Thank you for everybody tuning in, Coach Cano. Like I said, always nice to, to hear from you uh, for that here. And, and, and please bust, uh, uh, bust. Uh, uh, Coach Cano wants to do 15 hours, three hours a day, five days straight. We can. <laughs> 4A, 5A, 6A. <laughs> we can. We can break it down uh, along those lines here. Might, that, that might be what we have to do is split it up. To me, the to me, there's two ways to do it. Either do boys one night and, and girls the other night. Girls or one, do, yeah. Do the classifications, uh, the classifications uh, along those lines here, but yeah, that, that is something that we probably all of us need to uh, probably come together and decide how do we want to do it. Um, it's cool to do the long show, but I think towards the end of it, I think we're just like, okay, yeah, this here, okay, yeah, this here, and, and uh, along those lines here. So, but uh, I guess the last time we finished, we're like close to mid past midnight. <laughs> oh, it was one, one, something one, was in the one in the morning. Because we started it at six, right? Six. So, and it was what, six hours? Six, seven, almost six, seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, close to, uh, by the time I got it uploaded, it was, it was after one. So, uh, along those lines here. But that's to be determined. Uh, like I said, if you have any comments, um, feedback, uh, Rafa, what's your handle where they can, uh, you know, chirp at you? Uh, obviously, they can go to the SATX soccer. Uh, I think that's what it is, right? SATX mm -hmm. soccer. Uh, you know, on uh, Twitter, but we're also on Facebook and Instagram. But uh, Rafa, you're, you you're uh... oh, mine is at Papa Sakuritis. They can they can see me there. They can send me some. You'll see all and... my 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 goals for Real Madrid for today. Tweeted <laughs> 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 those and stuff. And, so, and mine's yeah. at mine's at Ram and Call. Uh, but of course, you know, you know. Uh, Rafa is the the, uh, the the high school soccer expert. I, I'm the one that you know tries to put together everything correctly, and I still make mistakes. But uh, uh, oh, try to guide, guide the ship. But that that's that's a lot to put together uh, for that here. But I uh, need an intern. Um, let me see about getting an intern. You can get uh, AJ. <laughs> AJ <the> intern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, AJ, AJ. Well, I won't say this on here, but. Uh, AJ's got AJ problems. We'll, we'll just. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're probably, um, but, I got to make sure I go check them out for one of the games. So you got to let me know when they play so I can check them out. It'd be a couple of games before you can do that, but uh, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> um, but what's life without goals? We're, we're out of here and hope everybody has Sunday. a wonderful evening and stay warm. <laughs>